Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 691 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show this week, a bit of a literal Garrick special because they've got an awful lot happening over the next few weeks and months. We'll be hearing from Sam Raybone and Maria Collini. They are both appearing in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, one of them taking the title role. I'll let you work out which. Also, we'll be hearing from Lorraine Brown about her two fantastic nights of music, which will be appearing in their smaller studio theatre. We'll be finding out about the shock of the old from Terence Blacker. And we have Paddy Glasspool joining us to talk about Tuppence to Cross the Mersey. That's all on the way on the show this week. You have two chances to see the amazing Lorraine Brown over at the Literal Gallic, the 21st and the 22nd of October. It's a Friday and a Saturday night, two shows, and that's not enough, to be fair. You've got to take in the amazing awesomeness of her outstanding voice. Have I bigged you up enough yet, Lorraine? I think you certainly have. I'm in love with you already. She is awesome. She's here to tell us more. How are you doing? You are right. I'm all good, my lovely. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. And we catch you between cruise ship uh, performances. You, you're back for a few <laughs> days and you've taken the time to yes. talk to us, which I'm very appreciative of. And oh. uh, so you you're, you seem to be here, there and everywhere, travelling across the globe, constantly entertaining those. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, it, it, the, and your performances are amazing. I mean, I know that because I got to hear you firsthand at the, uh, the fireworks display in Wolverhampton last year. So oh, did about 10 or 15,000 others. And you were stunning. Thank you, thank you. That was great, wasn't it? I had a great time. Really awesome. nice. Lovely night, wasn't it? It was. And it, you get to sing some amazing songs. And what yeah. songbook have you chosen for this particular pair of performances? Well, because it's the first time I'm actually going to be sort of performing in a theatre on my doorstep as me, and not in anybody else's show, but just mine, um, I'm going to take the cruise, the cruise shows that I do I had a few things, a sprinkles of dust, you know, as you do. So a bit of fairy dust over them. A <laughs> um, bit of Motown, a bit of soul, uh, some nice ballads. Nothing too modern, nothing too modern. So uh, anybody that thinks, oh, my God, you know, don't worry, it's not too modern. But it's um, it's it's songs that everybody will know, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And some beautiful, beautiful songs. Well, I say, uh, the bit that I'm looking forward to is is the, the, the massive stage setup where you've got to recreate the tipping of a boat, otherwise you won't know the words. Is that how it happens or, or, or not? No, you'll be all right, won't you? No, no. I mean, this is a, this is small and intimate, really, because it's the studio theatre. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to be doing anything that's too big. And um, I, believe me, Jason, I have done the whole thing when the ship has been tilting and, <laughs> and lurching and I've been dashing off from side to side on the theatres, so I, I've done that. I've got my badge for that. Mm. Unexpected choreography. Absolutely, yes. The studio theatre uh, refurbished. If you've not been to the Garrett because of that whole COVID thing that's been going on in the last few years, you will mm. have missed out 
on their wonderful new setup and the glorious seats they are so comfortable it's unbelievable and you've got a great view of the stage as well and it's if you've been before it was kind of you you were in the round sort of nearly now you've got perfect line of sight and sound from the stage and oh my word it is going to be an absolute wall of sound oh yeah i'm so i'm so looking forward to it i've got some friends coming you know that are going to be in my band so some of the guys have been are coming out of the West End to come and do the show with me, mm-hmm. and um, and obviously my husband Bob, you know he's dragging him to... along. Oh, well, it has to be done. You know <laughs> he has no choice. He has no choice. It gets him out of the house when you're away. He's got nothing to do. Oh, oh, apart from the like the five bands that he's in normally, but that's another story. I know. I know. So he needs to be in my band for a change. So that's going to be great. It's going to be nice to have him with me. You know because uh, we don't get to work together very often. And I'm always away at sea and he's always gigging up and down the country. So for him to be on the stage with me is going to be an honour. It's, well, it's going to be a treat for everybody. I can tell you that much because it oh. will be a truly amazing night. Uh, Literallygarrick.com is where you can get your tickets. I'll give the box office a call on 01543 412121. Give them a shout. Get your tickets. Get along. And they say, I would suggest you book up for both nights because you're going to want to come back. Oh, gosh, you're so kind. I hope so because it's going to be a great night. We're going to have a bit of fun. You know, not nothing too serious, nothing too, you know, uh, straight laced, but um, a little bit of conversation as well, just to make sure we know how everybody is, you know, how it goes. Well, yeah, and uh, so you, you're such a lovely, warm, affable person. I know that. I mean, you must be to put up with Bob, uh, but uh, you know, it, it is all part of an uh, amazing show. And to say you, you know how to do this. I mean, this is honed over. Uh, more years than you would believe looking at you uh and uh you've got say such an amazing powerful voice uh but can still do those mellow bits too it is just absolutely beautiful Uh, yeah well i've been singing for a very long time since i was at at school which is mm, too many years (laughs) and then i've been cruising for about 22 years now in fact it's probably more than that 24 24 years up and down all over the world i've been everywhere and, you know? and they let you back in, which is the important thing. Whereas, I have voice to travel. <laughs> absolutely, it is amazing. But uh, I, I know that you've got another cruise on the way between now and then. Yeah. So have yeah, a brilliant time on board with that one. And we look forward to seeing you back. As we say, the Litchfield Garrick, it's, it's in the studio. Look out for it, litchfieldgarrick.com. Once again, 01543412121. And you can make sure you get those amazing seats for a wonderful show. And the name you will need to know is the one and only Lorraine Brown. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Jason. It's so nice to see you. And buy your tickets, guys, because we're going to have a great night. From the 25th of November right the way through until the 31st of December, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is on stage at the Litchfield Garrick. Part of that cast is Sam Rayburn. Hello! How are you doing? I'm fist bump me. Oh, right, yes. Thanks. Nice to see you. That's, that's important because, you know, I mean, last year we got to meet in real life. The year before that we were just chatting by Zoom. Did last year, I think we Zoomed, didn't we? we? No, we did, we did real life last year. No, we Zoomed. No press turned up last year either. No, I'm sure I did. No, Peter Pan, you were on a Zoom thing as well. No, I sat next to you upstairs. Did you? I was vaccinated and everything. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. It blanked yeah. out my mind. I was, I was scrubbed down afterwards as well, so it was well, fine. Yeah, you have to be, don't you, in this place? Well, don't, don't be, now behave, because we're in the wonderful city of Litchfield. But I'm clean. Look, I'm a cleaner. I'm ready to be cleaned and scrubbed. I've got my rubber gloves handy. I've got my dusting thing for those spots on top of your head which might be missed. Uh, yes, that is possible. 
Ah, yeah. How are you? <laughs> so, so, what's going on? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Exactly. You're Snow White Ten this points. year. I am Snow White with lips as red as the rose and something else. That's me. Yeah. That's no, me. It's not. No, you're not. You haven't got that gig. I can't do too much head turning in this. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> this is heavy. It's not so heavy, it's cumbersome, I would say. I've turned into, you know those cameras with a gimbal? I've turned into a gimbal. <laughs> my body moves, I'm like all over the place, but my head stays still. Look at that. Yeah, I mean, Post for power. Yeah, they're doing pictures of us even as we talk. It's yeah, quite scary, is nice. isn't it? Yes. Uh, so the, the, the big thing is the panto this year, obviously. I am the big thing <laughs> in the panto. Most yeah. of this is padding. How dare you? There we go. That's Mars bars and gluttony. You've been doing your best. I have. So, so who are you playing? Just I'm playing Nurse Nelly in this year's Pantomime Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs as uh, directed behind. Behind, get a nice cutaway of that. Zoom in, okay, we'll do have photos. Ooh, looking lovely. Yeah. Um, get rid of my chins because that angle is not so good for this, is it? It's fine. It's all right. But yes, we're here from it's the 25th of November to I'm the 30th. You're in my show. Okay. That light's doing nothing. What's the light in the floor, that light? But yeah, we're here <laughs> from the 25th of November till the 31st of December. Now, we're finishing on New Year's Eve, which is a, it's going out with a bang, aren't we? It really? is, yeah. We'll all uh, do old Lang Syne together. Then we'll go out and have a lovely time in Litchfield. Uh, but yeah, we're doing... Sometimes over 13 shows a week. So we do two shows a day, six days a week, and randomly, when they want to torture us a little bit more, we'll do a third show. So we'll do three shows, and by the third one, they're always worth coming to. So look on the schedule. Yeah. Schedule, not schedule. 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 Look on the yeah. schedule. And uh, if you see a three-show day, come to the third show, because by the third show, none of us know who we are, where we are, or what's going on. The only reason I know what lines to say is because I can see what dress I'm in. And I go, ah! Scene two, and I know what I'm saying. But they're always worth coming to. Uh, again, this year we're doing uh, we're doing a relaxed performance. Mm -hmm. uh, so anybody with extra needs that uh, wants to come and watch the show, but is too uh, they, they might want to leave or they're scared of loud bangs. You can nip in and out. You're you chilled. Can, it's uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, the volumes turned down. We have a bit of house but, lighting. But, but on. the gags are just as good. Well, it depends. It depends <laughs> if I'm remembering the right ones. Uh, we've also got a BSL show as well. Uh, so all of that will be on the website. So yeah. we've still got all of those things in. Literalgarrick.com. Thank you very much. Yeah. You are on brand. I do that. try. And uh, yeah, I'm back as Nurse Nelly. So I'm back in a frock. Uh, I've only had one year off from being in a frock, which was weird. But I'm really happy to be back. It was stranger for us. <laughs> Nobody knew what to do, did they? They no, still no, thought I was going to look for a boyfriend in the front row, yeah. and I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I was so confused. I used to leave the dressing room and check my head, and there was nothing on it. And I didn't know. I could go, I'm forgetting something. I'm forgetting <laughs> something. They normally my microphone because that goes under the wig normally and yeah. comes out. Uh, but you for anything else in there? Uh, yeah, just a can of lager around the back. Right, okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm also directing it this year as well. Oh, so this everyone. is, I think, this is my fifth year directing. So mm -hmm. back uh, multitasking, different hats, different disguises, uh, over ten costume changes again. That's just for you. Uh, oh yeah, just for me. I mean, everybody else has got more than one, I think, as well. But yeah, I'll be doing over ten costume changes. But it's so nice to be back. It's so nice to be thinking of Christmas. It's so nice to be looking forward to what we can all do this Christmas together in such a wonderful city as Litchfield. I'm having to do lots of hand acting because my head's doing nothing at the moment. Well, yeah, because it, it just will not move because you have a toilet well, look on your head. It, it, it moves, it just overbalances me and then when it goes, I am like the leading tower slowly wow. falling over. Can you do a pirouette? Well, I can, but not in this. Oh, okay. well, I can, but you'll probably get a flat. I can do a slow, I can revolve like a slow dolly. You know, like one of those things on the Christmas table with all the condiments on. A mat. 
No, one of those nice posh things that oh, the posh people you have. Oh, a lazy know. Susan. A lazy Susan. Yeah, we've got an idle Sam. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's the same thing. So, uh, Mr. Rayburn, having a, a brilliant time of it, loving Panto, and uh, I'm going to meet some of the rest of the cast because it's not just about you. There no. are others. Well, let's be honest. It, it's okay. It's about we can you. finish there. Cop, move on. Buy your tickets <laughs> now. And now you're going to meet them also. We, we're really lucky this year. We got Maria, mm -hmm. who was Lizzie last year in Peter Pan. Yeah. Uh, so she's back and she's going to be playing title role of Snow White. Excellent. We got George Akid, who was here in Cinderella as one of the ugly sisters. Uh -huh. He's not an ugly sister this year. He's going to be playing Herman the henchman. Oh, uh, he's got, he got that henchman look about him. He, he has. He can carry that off. And we've, uh, we've, got, we've got new people as well this year. So mm. we've got a Wicked Queen who's going to be fabulous. We've got Amazing Prince. And of course, we've got the fantastic Magnificent Seven. So we've got the Seven Dwarves who you'll be meeting as well. Some of them have been in Star Wars, Game of Thrones. We've got some proper big names yeah. for the Seven Dwarfs this year as well. So I'm really, really excited to get started. Plus all our dancers like normal, uh, dancing, singing, bangs, you name it. We're going to have it all on stage this year it's good tell you have you have you sat in this audience I, well yeah, yeah normally I, I sit just about the third row and you well, take no, a mickey out of me you want to sit point. up there somewhere because every seat in this theatre has a good view I, I, I've been at the back of the top yeah I've done that as and well. you still can see everything you can you see me raise an eyebrow and everything like some of the bigger even theaters, those eyebrows they, they, these don't move <laughs> I've not even had any Botox but they don't move uh, but yes yeah, some of the bigger theatres you can't quite see our faces but here it's just amazing because you can see everything that's going you on you can see or every chin and everything on stage. Yeah, road bikes, the best mics in the business. <laughs> okay, change the subject then, okay. <laughs> right, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll do the out bit. You do the out bit okay. and I'll stand here. Right, 25th of November, 3 to the 31st of December. I'm even more disturbed now, he's not moving. Uh, 01543 412121. Sorry? She. What? She's not moving. Okay. Oh, sorry, yes. Sorry, she. She, she's not moving. She's not moving. Uh, you identify as male generally, don't you? Not now! Okay, not now, right, you, okay, so. Boobs! Yeah. Yeah, they're only on higher. Uh, I was getting yeah, I think 0143 41. They probably should be lower. That's possibly. <laughs> He's getting on. 01543 41212 on the box office number or literalgarrick.com to get your tickets and find out what else is going on. It didn't even have a cue card or auto cue. Yeah, good. It's amazing, isn't it? Very good. Yes. You should do this professionally. No, I, no, I, I should try. <laughs> I will get there in the end. So have a brilliant time. Uh, break a leg. We have to do that bit. And, yes. And, and don't lose that wig and well, oh, accoutrements. No, but my neck. I'm going to have a neck like Dwayne the Rock Johnson by the end of this. Well, no neck. Has he got no neck? I, I thought he got like a frosty, it's like a tree trunk neck like that. Yeah. <laughs> it blurs into his shoulders. <laughs> mean and nasty. Ah. That is Sam Rayburn. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. Shall I walk this way? Go that way. I'll go that go this way. way. Walk yeah. to the camera. Walk yeah. to the camera. Strut. 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 Strut past the... Don't knock it off, Sam. On the 22nd and 23rd of October, Helen Forrester's Tuppence to Cross the Mersey is at the Litchfield Garrick. Paddy Glasspool is one of the stars of the show who joins me now to tell me more about what's happening. Hello, sir. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, and I trust we find you well and looking forward to being back in the Midlands. Yeah, no, it's been a while. Um, I think it's the first time I've ever performed in the Midlands other than in college, so it should be good. It should be good to come back. Yeah, because you're, you're a Worcester lad, so anywhere in the Midlands seems to be home to you, doesn't it? But it means you have got an accent which is nice and flat to start off with. Yeah, I've got, like, just a non-accent, I feel like. Except for when I say, like, see you later, and it comes out a bit like that, but there's no brimming. There's no brimming in me anymore. But are you adding a little bit of Scouse as well when required? Uh, I am. I'm doing Scouse. I'm doing some generic Northern. I'm not going to place where it is, otherwise I might get a slam for it. And then I'm just doing a bit of RP. So tell us a, a bit about the production. 
itself because this is uh, a show which has toured in the past to say this is a new production uh, what can we expect on, the, on on this run of shows quite a lot of bleakness and I don't mean that in a negative way because it was the 1930s no things I don't think it's yeah it speaks for itself things weren't great back mm -hmm. then um uh, we have got quite a lot of uh, comic like comedy scenes so you're gonna laugh maybe cry I'm not gonna spoil anything but um and just just a look into what things were like back in those grim times um because it's a bit of a, a family story for Helen isn't it and uh, with with 40 characters played by nine people it, they, they work you hard yeah uh, I've actually got I think one of the easier uh, bunch of roles compared to everyone else so I'm kind of like it's like blowing the rust off for me because I'm in a theatre for ages other than the one that was cancelled in the pandemic, but we don't talk about that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, a lot of people are doing a lot. I think we've got the main family members, mother, father and uh, Helen, they're all pretty much just sticking to them, but they've got so much to do as those characters. It's fair enough. They shouldn't be switching over and doing all these things. But uh, for everyone else, yeah, we're just doing all the bits, bits in between. and It's just keeping us busy. So, yeah, it should be entertaining for everyone. But it, it is the reality of this thing as well, which is quite interesting to come to, because as we say, it's autobiographical. You've got Helen's family in there and uh, she's telling this story from, from two volumes of autobiography. And I, I'm going to guess we get to see sort of the, the defining moments and, uh, and and the backstory to those. Yeah. So obviously this is the prequel. I don't know if you know, like we did the, we did the sequel to this by the waters of Liverpool back in 2020. Mm -hmm. So that's she's getting older. So but this is everything that happened before the main story. So we'll see the things that led up to where um i think by the waters was the more popular book from what i remember but yeah we see all the little things that happen and like the meanness of her mother which i had i had no idea that she was just so <laughs> such a piece of work such a piece of work spending all the money <laughs> that the family can like manage to get and it's just yeah no it's i think finding out that it's true will you know change the way a lot of people see it so um, but but enjoyable for you to play. I mean, the, the number of parts you're playing as well. Uh, you don't normally get challenged this much during a show. So uh, that, that, that must be be good to do. And in particular, you, you bring an audience as well who's seen you on Hollyoaks. You've had a, a recent stint in Emmerdale as well. So, I mean, four years on Hollyoaks and a, and a dramatic end like that. Uh, you know, you, you're pretty much ready for anything the stage brings you. Yeah, I don't think uh, there's a lot of stuff that I've crossed off on Hollyoaks. So it takes some beating uh, to do something new. But playing a 10-year-old is definitely... <laughs> something new you've got the boys good looks which is annoying but there you go yeah uh it's you know that's the reason people to come just to see if i can pull off playing uh, a 10 year old boy as an adult but um yeah it's good it's just good to just do loads of like, different things play all these different characters because i'm obviously used to playing one character and you know for five years <laughs> um, and i didn't really play much of a different character when i was on emmerdale <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yeah, so it is. It's something nice and light, like fairly light for me. It's not too heavy and I haven't really got to do much of the heavy lifting. It's just nice to yeah, just be in this new environment. What's it like working with the rest of the cast as well? Because, I mean, you've got, you got some great names in there. Uh, and, you know, really yeah, telling a tale which is so true to life as well. I mean, it, it is pulling on every bit of acting training that you've had. Yeah. Um, it's great. They're all like dead experience. I think I'm the least experienced theatre actor out of a lot of them. They're constantly working on uh, something pretty much all year round from what I gather. We've got a mix of like um, musical people. We've got, uh, a, we have a stand-up, Lynn Fitzgerald, she's a stand-up. Uh, so everyone's got bringing all their different talents like to the thing. It's just impressive to see 
to see them work and to see how they evolve like through the rehearsals and then through you know carry on through the uh, performances because it never stays the same that everyone's just evolving 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 and it's just um yeah it's a new experience to me and i couldn't wish for a better cast to you know to do it with really and with Rob Fenner as the playwright and producer, obviously knew Helen as well. So it has an insight into the, the background of this story. Yeah, no, we've got Jenny on board for Helen, who's pretty much, I don't think she leaves the stage for the whole second act of the story. And Rob has been, uh, well, he's he's met Helen Forrester in real life. So he's got all this responsibility when it comes to these shows uh, and he cares about them so much. So we can only do our best uh, to bring those books to life. So. And, so, and, and this is all part of what's going to go on. It is taking place, as you say, the 22nd and 23rd of October at the Literal Garrick. Literalgarrick.com to get your tickets or get all the box office on 01543 And you know, this is, say, a 15-venue tour. And uh, you, you, in your acting world, you never know quite what's coming next. But have you got any clues for us where we might find you uh, after you've done this current run? Uh, I wish I could tell you, if I'm honest. Or is it some I good think- secret stuff? Uh, no, oh no, God no! It just as in like I don't know, squeaky <laughs> bum time after I leave. Uh, after, leave. but we are doing if if it all goes to plan, I think we are going to do the sequel again. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed, no pandemic. Two weeks in this time, yeah. So we'll be doing by the waters of Liverpool, in which I'll be playing. Fingers crossed, the older version of the character I'm playing now, and you know, hopefully most of the cast comes on board for that one. So that will start end of February. Uh, to mid-May so that I, I know hopefully that's going ahead I don't want to jinx anything touch wood uh, but I'm not sure in between those dates I'm, I'm not I'm not sure there's no pantos there's no random tv apps or anything yet so we'll we'll see these things come along and uh, I know you're always in pretty high demand the thing is they don't know you're available yet and as soon as they do then it will happen Yep. That's the way it works. Yeah. yeah. Where can we find you on all the socials to make sure we're keeping track of what you're up to? I think I'm Pazzy G. Uh, it's so embarrassing to say it out loud. It's, I think I'm Pazzy G. 1992 on Instagram. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I'm not on Twitter. I think that's it. Just my Insta. Just follow my Instagram or go on the uh, Tuppence to Cross the Mersey Facebook. Um, yeah, I don't think there's many other places I'm on. Other you're shy, TikTok. aren't you, really? That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't need it. I don't need a Twitter. I don't need people shouting. I don't need to be around that chaos. But, no, um, you create your own uh, where you want to see it, which is the way it goes. Yeah, <laughs> Paddy, great speaking to you. Thank you for joining us. Have a brilliant time. Uh, break a leg, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in this and the sequel and whatever else you end up up to in the meantime. Throw so right for now. Thank you, buddy. With Snow White and the Seven Dwarves at the Literal Gallery from the 25th of November through to the 31st of December, we definitely need to meet Snow White, who is with me now. Hello. Hi, yeah, you're right. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Enjoying the outfit, looking good? Yeah, thank you. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. Now, last year you were here. This is not your first time in Literal, is it? I was, yes. I was here last year. Remind us who you were last year. So, I was playing Lizzie in Peter Pan, who was actually Wendy's daughter, so it was like a newer version, Mm -hmm. um, which was really fun. Got to do something totally different. Um, So, yeah, it was like her adventures with... Peter Pan. Which was good. We enjoyed that last year. Yeah, it was great. Great Back this year to entertain audiences one more time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I really liked the place. Mm. Um, I had a really good time 
last year when I was here, which is part of the reason I'm more than happy to come back and I'm really excited to be back. It's, and it's, it's Panto family time, isn't it? You make yeah. a new family and, and this is your introduction to them on press day because mm -hmm. uh, you probably met, uh, in particular, the, your seven dwarves for the first time. Yep, I met them for the first time today and yeah, they're, they're great. They're very energetic. And, well, yeah, and, and that, that's part of the gig though, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, exactly, they're, they're, they're so good. They've got a lot of stage to fill and yep. slightly smaller than average legs to do it with, so. Well, they're great, they're great. They're a lot of fun and yeah, I'm really excited to work with everyone. Everyone's great, so. so and, and, and you get to be the most beautiful in the land thank you <laughs> yeah we knew that anyway though didn't we so <laughs> yeah which is which is a uh, very nice very flattering i think the uh the lipstick and the wig and the out the, the costume probably help a lot it doesn't in sam's case so you mm. know i think for you <laughs> I wouldn't say that to his face, he'll get upset. Well, uh, you, you, you can threaten to clap me one if he, if he hears, which we, we won't let on, that's our secret, okay. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, you've got a, a great time ahead, and, I mean, what, what is it like doing Panto when you are the one who is adored? I mean, this is about you, your name's in the title in the show, so... Yeah, it's really exciting, I mean, obviously, so... That's the this first time I've I've done it, so it is it is really exciting, and I'm I'm really excited to just give it give it my best go. I'm so excited to get into rehearsals and get just yeah get cracking, and you know it's it's the excitement of the audiences, which is always really nice. Well, it, it makes their Christmas, yeah. But it also makes your Christmas too because yeah. of the joy that you're bringing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's so. It, Panto is. It, I mean, I, I was saying earlier that I didn't actually realise till recently that Panto is really British. Mm -hmm. And it's just such a nice tradition that we have and that we get to share with each other and the build up to Christmas. And it's all just really exciting. And yeah, I'm mm -hmm. very excited to take on the part. So. And, you, and you get to play biography bingo with the rest of the cast as well, which is always good, isn't it? Because you've got, you got some Star Wars and Game of Thrones mm. stuff. What's, what, what's, what's your agent put on your biog that we should be looking out for? Have you ever been <laughs> casualty? No, I've not been That's a shame. <laughs> maybe in the future. Yeah, maybe I'll look for that gig next. Yeah, I will. It, I it will. always looks good when you're reading the programme. Yeah, though. absolutely. So yeah. what are your highlights? Come on, give us some highlights. What, what should we be reading out for? I've just finished doing um, the Insta Into the Woods revival at the Theatre Royal Bar. See, that's going to um, look good. Yeah, with uh, Terry Gilliam and Leah Holtzman. And that was, that was great. That was a big Monty Python joyous few months. So, so yeah. you've got to see how many you can get in, in the biog to see if you can beat some of the others. I don't think I'll beat some of the others, not some of the people we've got here. I'll give it a go. Everything I can think of, I'll pop in. That'd be good. So you're going to have a great time. Do you, do you do socials as well? You'll be sharing backstage pictures as you go along when you're allowed to. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. so where do we find you on the socials then? Um, so I am, I'll have to find my name for you. So on Instagram, I'm at Maria Keneally. XX, Cornelia, C-O-N-N-E-E-L-Y. Twitter, I am at Maria Keneally underscore. So yes. we can find you that way. Yes. We can see what's going on. And we yes. can see the big build-up to being Snow White. Yes. Which is going to be good. Yeah, it I is, hope it, so. It, it's going to be amazing. It always is. It's a literal gallic. It's guaranteed it's going to be the best panto in Litchfield at least this year. And then beyond as well. Mm. No, it'll be awesome. You, you, <laughs> you've got Staffordshire sussed, I think, to be fair. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Thank you. I hope so. And I hope you enjoy and I, you come and watch. Well, I'm and looking forward to it. I'm, yeah? I'm hoping they're going to let me impress <laughs> after I've spoken to you. But there we go. Unless Sam puts in a word to say, don't let him Maybe, in the maybe. Again, after he hears what you said about his makeup, that's, that's probably. It looks fantastic. He does look fantastic. Considering what he started from, he looks fantastic. Yeah, but there we go. It's an improvement, definitely. Right. 01543-412121 is the box office number. Litchfieldgarrick.com to get your tickets. And you'll have an amazing time seeing this wonderful star as Snow White and uh, enjoying the rest of the show. Have a brilliant time, break a leg, and thank enjoy you. Christmas in Litchfield. Yes, thank you so much. On the 7th of October, The Shock of the Old is on at the literal Garrick. Terence Blacker is the man behind it who tells us more about it now. Hello, sir. Hi, Jason. How are you? I'm good. I trust we find you well. I'm very, very well, yeah. 
Now, as we speak, you're surrounded by books of the guitar. Is this anything of a clue to uh, what he's going to go <laughs> ahead on the, on the 7th of October? Yeah, I hope it'll be a little bit organised than the office that you're looking at. <laughs> it did occur to me that I've looked at other people's Zooms and they're all sort of sleek and everything. This looks like a very sort of shambolic office. And the truth is, it's even worse than you can see on screen. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's my show, The Shock of the Old, is... It's songs and it's chat, um, and it's about um, it's about the terrible shock that awaits you. It'll be a while, it'll be a while for you, but it's the shock of getting old, which I think is a very underestimated subject in terms of uh, discussion. So it's that's that was the that's the idea behind the show. Well, I've reached the grand old age of fifty this year, so it has yeah. come with its own set of surprises. But uh, where You're do you think child. old starts? Well, it, it, I mean, so of course, some people are old at the age of 20. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, some people are, you know, um, say someone like Rhys Mogg in politics. I mean, he's been training to be an old man for, for years, hasn't he? <laughs> Jacob Rhys Mogg. But um, yeah, I would say it just depends on people. I mean, I know some people who are, you know, in their 70s and who are incredibly I, I i it is it 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 really does depend on the person um with me it was a little bit older than you i just suddenly realized you know that you know when you're in where well, you may not know you wouldn't know this because you're 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 a mere child of <laughs> 50 but that moment in a shop when the young shop male shop assistant says and what can i get you young man now when they say that in the old days when they used to say that to me when i was about sort of 10 years ago i used to think they they really were thinking i was a young man i was thinking oh i'm looking pretty good today that's good that this guy is calling me a young i now realize that it's a rather rare case of male on male patronizing it's sort of <laughs> light sarcasm it's what women complain about men doing all the time but this is a this is a purely this is an unusual male thing so i suddenly realized that the world the way the world saw me as this old guy and the way I saw myself as this thrusting dynamic youthful I mean not youthful is putting it a bit strongly but I you know I just didn't feel old and it seems to me that you know we've had books and plays and shows about growing pains and adolescence we've had midlife crisis until we're you know endless midlife but there's no one's really talked about the biggest shock of them all which is suddenly getting old but uh, so you, how old were you when that happened to you? And how old was the person in the shop? The guy in the shop is usually, it's usually about your age, probably. Ah, so I, I, I have had the, the young man thing, but only by people who I could obviously see were significantly older than them. And in that yeah. case, I felt they were trying to make themselves feel younger by suggesting I, at my age, was still a young man. Whatever the motivation behind it, it's incredibly annoying because you can't <laughs> actually say less of a young man because they'll say, oh, oh, are you a, not a young? You know, they, it's 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 a very annoying thing. Anyway, let's not get bogged down. But it happened to me, <laughs> I suppose. I suppose about 10 years ago, mm -hmm. I, I, I remember I got a I got an invitation from the BBC. This is going to sound flash. I got an invitation to go on. I think it was called the review show and I said oh that's great you know they obviously think my work my my opinions on 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 the latest stuff you know is a review films plays and stuff 
and then they said we're doing a special old people's show and there's going to be a load of we're going to have old critics in the studio and there's for example there's an there's an old person's version of Romeo and Juliet where Romeo and Juliet are both in their 70s and I suddenly realized I'd been chosen for the BBC because I was old. You've ticked a box that you weren't expecting to tick. the box and eventually I of course as a freelance you'll know this you never say no you swallow your pride say hang on a bit less of the old but on the other hand it is the BBC what the hell they were paying you know tuppence halfpenny and I had to and halfway through the week, they rang up and they said, actually, we've had another thought. We've got another candidate for your place on the panel. And I was replaced by Stanley Johnson, the father of the ex-Prime Minister. Now, he, he really was old. Yes. And, oh, this is... Anyway, so that was when that was when my crisis started, which well, ended the, the shock of the old. Let's let's think of it. They realised you were too young. However, for the purposes of this show, we will keep that shock and awe <laughs> in place. But uh, uh, it, it is when everybody else perceives you, and I assume you're going to have some fun with the music and songs and, and prose that go around this. Yeah, I I realised that my songs. I mean, the songs that I I write I've written over the last few years. Quite a lot of them are about. Getting, they're about the weird world in which we live, the increasingly weird, but they're also about my place in it. And so quite a lot of them are about about getting old. So, uh, yeah, to this, there, there'll be ones about old men joining blues bands. There'll be close. <laughs> There's a song, a new song called Moaning Joe, which is about old people moaning. Um, there's uh, yeah, there's all sorts of... There's, I open with a, a song called no sorry it's gone which is about memory <laughs> which is you know you never thought it would happen i mean one of the one of the themes of this show is all the stuff you never thought would happen to you and there it is it manifest yeah so one of them is you think I, 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 actually i was on this show or i might have thought i was on this and i was replaced by no, sorry, it's gone. That something happens to you. <laughs> so, uh, so that's yeah. So the songs are, are all different takes. They're different takes, mostly humorous. I mean, I think it is. It's it's a sort of feel good show, but mm. I hope it's got little moments of seriousness, um, and uh, that. But it's essentially, essentially, it's light hearted. But a, a kind of a joyous acceptance of advancing years and uh, a celebration uh, of you know, having the experience, which means you know how to deal with these things. That that makes it sound a little too wise, I suggest. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I, 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 it's, it's in two halves, and the first half is about fighting it. And so you've got everything. There's, there are all sorts of songs about songs which either you're not recognizing they are old or you're in denial or you're fighting in some way and the second half is more about what you're talking about you just actually just think you just go with it and so i think it's a i think it's a sort of therapy session really i think people are going to come through it and say yeah i i, I I'll, I'll i'll live with my age now and um so yeah there's a little bit of acceptance towards the end but it's not as straightforward I, my whole point about old age is it's not straightforward. The world tells you we were brought up. You probably still believe this, uh, but that it's just going to be easy. You just everything 
the bright colors get a little sepia tinted you slip into another phase like someone's you know, just easing themselves into an armchair but it's not like that at all it's full of humiliations and crises and difficulties and uh yeah so that's um that's that's the first part is is coming to terms with it and then acceptance later uh, the acceptance of the, uh, the the change in where you buy your shoes, your shirts, and ex uh, and everything else, as there are special catalogues for that kind of thing. I'm led to believe, uh, yeah. but uh, you can. You can <laughs> I enjoy. think you're checking them out already. I have to be I think you're, in, you're in training for this. You're in training for <laughs> I mean, this. I, I will get there, and not too far away, yeah. most likely. <laughs> but it is all taking place on Friday, the seventh of October. It is Litchfieldgarrick, Litchfieldgarrick.com, or oh one five four three four one two one two one to get your tickets and come along and celebrate, uh, even if it be begrudgingly the fact that uh, you're a little old and the shock of the old is is something which you can take it's uh, great talking to you terence blacker thank you for joining us thank you jason well that's a lot for this week thank you so much for joining me back with episode 692 next week i'll see you then Ta for now goodbye from the milk bar goodbye from the milk bar Goodbye from the milk bar. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.